You're listening to the Life Friendly Business Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Thomas-Wong, business mentor, author, and founder of the Cocoon VIP membership, empowering women around the world to build businesses on their terms. If you want to grow and scale a business that works in harmony with your family and your life, this podcast is for you. Today, I'm speaking to Awena, who is the founder of Motherhood Transitions and the Awoken Woman Journey. She's an occupational therapist, coach, speaker, matrescence expert, co-researcher and trainer. Her personal experiences with motherhood and in life have led her to create a certified maternal well-being practitioner training program and develop a second business for soul-led entrepreneurs. In this interview, Awena shares openly about the challenges she's faced with building a business that she's so passionate about without having a detrimental impact on her relationships and with her son. You'll hear her share her strategies for keeping her mindset and well-being on track. Hello, Awena, and thank you so much for joining me on the Life Friendly Business Podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. Thank you. Really looking forward to talking to you today. So let's start off with what was the driver for you starting your own business? The driver for me to start my own business was pretty much my own experience with postnatal depression, breaking down, breaking through, realizing that I never really fitted into the box. And I think for quite a lot of people who will be listening to this, who are in that kind of parental role, will be able to relate to that shift that you have when you become a parent. So quite a lot of people who I know in the in the business world, maybe have started their businesses before they even had babies, and then they shifted, they pivoted, they changed it, they changed. And then I also know loads of people who after having kids, they realise that there must be more to have, that they don't want to go back to that structure. So the thing that kind of kickstarted for me was that after I had this like phenomenal breakdown and and about a year of postnatal depression which is I'm very vocal about it's all over everywhere I've done big talks about it and now a speaker in that kind of realm um having then the breakdown following with breakthrough I then realized that I had a formula that I'd used to to recover to figure out a pathway for me as an occupational therapist and as someone who'd gone through motherhood to then help support people who may be experiencing or on the brink of experiencing some level of postnatal depression, some sort of disconnect with life um, again. So it was very much through my own experience that I then was kind of shown that I could then go and choose a different way. I also knew that I never fit into that box. So that box that we, you know, we go to school, we learn certain things, we go to college, we do this thing, we get educated, then we go to work and we do this thing and then we die. And like, I just knew that that just wasn't me. I, I've never, I've really struggled with education. I had to work so hard to get my degree and to work in that way. And then when I went into sort of the structure of things like county council work and NHS work as an occupational therapist, I loved what I did, loved my job, but I really struggled to fit into what they're asking of me like coming in at a certain time leaving at a certain time can't take certain holidays all this kind of you know you can and can't do this and then you're capped at certain pay scales 
And something that I mentioned the other day to you, Erin, was that there's been a sort of voice in my head since I was like a teenager, since I was a kid of there's something huge that I need to do in the world. There's something massive that's going to happen. I'm not ashamed to say it. I totally want to go on Oprah. I want to be Oprah, you know, like that's what I want to be doing, like actual systemic change in in the world. When I was a young teenager, I, I thought I was going to become like a huge like Hollywood actress and I was going to go to drama school and all this kind of stuff. And I saw this, this life that was just like wild and abundant and just like, I don't know, something very Hollywood about it. So after I had my kid, I just knew there was, that was my chance. That was my time to go, what do I want to do with my life? I need to be um, in a place where I'm going to be inspirational to myself, but also inspirational to my family I want to be able to provide this like life that I've always felt I wanted needed deserved and I knew that was never going to come from going back to work I knew that that was my sliding door moment was like you can go this way or you can go that way so I definitely went my way (laughs) I love that and I think that I think for so many women having a child is often the catalyst of when they start reflecting on the way they've been living their life so far and is this the way they want to continue living and does that life um you know fit with having the family and being the mother that they want to be like that's that's definitely what happened for me and I love the fact as well that you recognized that there was a bit of a gap there when you had postnatal depression and that you know you had the skills from going through your own journey to help other women so um how have you managed to balance building that business and bringing up your young son, like, have you made conscious decisions in order to make that business life friendly? Have now. Yeah. But it took a while to get there. So it took about a couple of years. So when I first started, I kind of came onto the online world and I took a few courses and I did a few things. And I was like, right, in three months time, I'm going to be earning, I don't know, like 30 to 40 grand a month. You know, I just assumed that's how it worked. Right? I've got like no business background whatsoever. I've had to really, really study, you know, and I've won two awards now for Influential Businesswoman of the Year last year and this year. So I must be doing something right, um, which is really incredible. But yeah, I kind of came on and just assumed it was going to be a certain way. And so I, I basically worked on all the hours possible. I didn't know how to kind of, you know, communicate to my husband what I was thinking, how I was wanting to work. And before I was all sort of pre-COVID. So we had about a year pre-COVID of me. And actually, it was COVID that really helped to change things. But that year before COVID, I was basically in my own crazy world of absolute obsession with building a business and making a million dollars like really obsessed with it, like to the point when I completely neglected my family, really looking back on it, if I'm honest, um, I put loads and loads and loads and loads of effort and love and care and attention into my business. And my marriage nearly broke up. I, we had about four big conversations that year. And it got to a point where we were seriously thinking, can we even make this work? And we are so deeply in love that that, that wasn't actually going to be an option. But the fact that it had gotten to that point was saying that something was categorically wrong about the way that I was particularly working. Um, Then COVID happened and our child was at home. My husband worked in events industry and things like that. So all that work went. He's really techie anyway. So he like makes music and does this incredible stuff. So he started to help me build my business because I had this horrific experience with someone who kind of just took over all the tech stuff. And it, it just, I won't go into it, but it basically snowballed and absolutely was ruined. I think you probably remember when that happened and everything just came crashing down around me. So my husband then 
helped me to build everything back up in a tech way. And we started kind of working together by accident and started to reevaluate how I was functioning. We started to communicate better. I started to coach me and him in a way where I would open up space to explore how he was feeling and what was it about me that was triggering him. And then what was it about him that was triggering me? And we kind of took this incredible path of self-discovery within our relationship where we communicated on a very different level and we started separating time aside so that we were time with our child, time on business, time together. And so whilst we were learning how to kind of cope with COVID, we were also learning how to function as a family unit with building these businesses together and alongside each other. And I wonder actually if, because he now started building his business, that maybe he saw a bit more of where I was coming from and then I was able to offer him a bit more space. Yeah, so how how we've now kind of started to work together is that we really communicate with what each other needs and I don't harass him for tech stuff I work with him as if I would work with someone who isn't actually living with me and working on the same project as me so I send him emails and things like that and we have separated time with Stanley so now now we do live this like family friendly life friendly business because we have really learned to understand the processes of what it takes to build a business not just what it takes to build a business but what it takes as a marriage to build a business and not even just that but what it takes to build a business and be a marriage and build in the same business (laughs) so it's like it's a you know we are so kind of interlinked but I think we figured it out and it, it feels I genuinely feel like we're in this state of flow we're in this state of abundance we're in this state of joy we're in this state of of grounding of calm you know I'm not stressed anymore I don't overwork um I can switch work off depends on what I've got going on but you know sometimes that is still quite tricky to switch off in my head but we have time to do the gardening we have time with Stanley we have time to just chill and like hang out with each other not that we do too much of that because by the end of the day I'm a bit touched out and I'm ready just to watch Netflix and go to bed but you know we do (laughs) don't talk to me I'm just gonna have my own time (laughs) but it works for us you know I'm happy with not being talked to by the end of the day I do so much talking in the day that I'm really happy just to have like shush time (laughs) um but yeah it's great and we figured it out but it's you know it didn't happen overnight and it happened through incredible trauma actually and it happened through and that was partly to do with COVID and it happened through failing and yeah it's kind of worked out now. Thank you for sharing so openly because I think that will be very helpful to people and you know I can certainly recognize a lot of things in there and I know that you know when my husband quit the corporate world and started his own business he had this new understanding of what things were like for me and I remember him saying wow you know I I did think that I was being supportive but I wasn't really was I and I was like not always you know those comments about when are you actually going to pay any money into the joint account weren't very helpful when I was in the early days of setting up my business but the other thing I wanted to touch on is you were talking about um you know when you were so focused on the business and like really you know really in flow with the business but that it meant it was kind of at the detriment to your family life and to your role as mum and that's something we talk about a lot on the Evolve Mastermind, this idea that you have the three core areas of your life, business, family, and you. And often, well, you is often the one that gets really squeezed, but it's really hard sometimes when business is kind of 
overflowing that the other two kind of suffer and it's I think having that balance and being like the way that you have managed to pace things out now you're getting all those three aligned and I think that's where we feel truly successful when we can have all of those things yes absolutely I think that for me that is where success comes from for me that's when I feel like I'm being a successful businesswoman I'm being a successful mother I'm being a successful partner wife I'm being a successful person within who I am because I'm also not um neglecting my needs you know and that feeling that that feeling of balance it you know that that takes time to kind of to kind of readjust and and so many women have been through this where they've they've built a business and they've gone for it they've gone for it and it, they realize they're like oh my god this is really a, a detriment to my child I'm just not there enough um because we're so swamped and so excited and so inspired by what we're doing that something somewhere along the line takes the hit and then when it takes a hit then you're like okay we need to reevaluate and see what's going on here and how do we kind of manage that but that kind of feeling of success you know I think when I first came into the business world, I was like, all right, successful means earning loads of money. That's what it means. And in fact, it is, yes, of course, money is part of it. Like we wouldn't be here building these businesses if money was not a massive yay factor for us because we want these fantastical lives, right? We want to do amazing things with our money. I want to claim my debt that any of my friends or family have. I want to build amazing houses. I want to set up a charity. I want to, you know, do all these amazing things. I want to jet set around the world. I want to do, you know, I want to provide. But that's not success to me. Success to me is being in the place that I am in right now, which is in alignment with who I am as a person, in alignment with who I'm able to serve, with alignment with my family, with my child. And I'm not saying it's like Disney, you know, like we have difficult times. We have, we're going through a challenging time at the moment, but we are connected in a way that wasn't not there in the beginning it was very very disconnected it was me me against them against him against you know it was not a a unit that was working unified and now that everything is beautifully settled in its own kind of rhythm that for me is success and I don't worry about stuff I don't stress about stuff I used to be so stressed out and I just don't like I literally love what I do what I can't do I don't do I let go what I can't do that's it That is wonderful. And it's, yeah, it is amazing to get to that place. And I think that it's not easy to just start this journey and instantly be there. You have to go through this evolution of being a business owner as well. And I, I, it was really interesting what you were saying about, you know, when you first came to this and you didn't really have an idea about business and you were like, well, yeah, I'm going to be earning £30,000 a month. And I know that we've talked before about, you know, all this online chatter about, you know, get 100,000 followers in four weeks and, you know, make six figures, make seven figures. I mean, I remember being served an ad on YouTube of this woman sitting there at a desk basically saying, if you're not earning $100,000 a year, you're doing something wrong. And I was just like, what? Like, and I just think there's so much of this talk. And actually, I totally agree with you that for me, success is about having that balance it's about being calm and enjoying my life and making good money yes of course but it's also about the impact I'm making how happy I am my well-being so I just I really think that we need more messages like that out there rather than the 
you know, earn 30,000 a month within two months of starting your business. Yeah, because it's really stressful. So when you're, especially if you're new to business and everyone's new to business at some point, that's why we all start. We're brand new and we go, oh, I've got this lovely idea. It's going to be amazing. And, and then we come on to the online world. So I remember seeing this advert that came up to me on Facebook and basically it was somebody um, really famous and they were saying that you could build a course within 72 hours and then make a six-figure business. So that, for me, is such false advertising because, yeah, you you might be able to build a little course in 72 hours if you had all the equipment, if you had people building it for you, if all you needed to do was speak into a, you know, a PowerPoint presentation and someone else put it all together for you, if you had an ad budget, which was utterly ridiculous and if the follow-on from that was that someone came to work with you for say five grand per person from that little course and you you hit the right target so technically you probably maybe could actually have a six-figure business if you built a course in 72 hours if you had like this phenomenal team and a massive ad budget behind you but it's that kind of illusion of you know barely do anything and you can just be a totally rich person and I think that's a really It's such a negative message to send to people, especially if you're starting your business with basically nothing and you have a pretty much no business skill or awareness yet um, and you're really starting from scratch. And it's messages like that which are flooding in the internet, which then filter into our minds and instantly trigger us to go, we're not good enough, we're never going to make it, I'm, you know, she's better than I am, so self-sabotage comes in, uh, disbelief of self comes in, you start going down rabbit holes. And actually, what we're not doing is we're not facing our inner critic, we're not facing our inner wounds, we're not facing, you know, our own kind of personal development stuff that that, that needs to be met, that needs to be worked on, that needs to be nourished, because we're, we're instantly faced with negative self-belief and false hope. Yeah, so, and I think it is, it's that idea as well that we find ourselves like burdened with other people's measures of success yeah when it comes to that and I I think you know you use the word illusion and I think that's brilliant because you know when you see people saying I earned a hundred a hundred thousand pounds this month what you don't see is how much they spent in Facebook ads and how much they're spending on a coach to help them and all those things and you know I think I think the the one of the statistics for small business owners is that it can take anywhere between three and five years to make a business profitable yet the stuff that we see online makes us think that with no um, previous experience that you can pay to do you can pay thousands of pounds to do an online course and suddenly you're making 10k a month and I agree I think it's damaging I think the women that I speak to are finding this toxic and it is just making all that self-doubt which we feel naturally anyway it's just amplifying it oh god yeah I mean it really got me to be honest that I was I was absolutely deluded um because I genuinely believed what was being said and um it's been a real kind of it's been a really incredible journey to kind of go down that journey and to kind of really realize what I want but I think more importantly than trying to make 10 grand a month from the get-go more importantly is are you doing what you actually really want to do what do you kind of you know, what are your aspirations, what are your ideas about where you want to be going with it? And we get trapped instantly into that into that cycle. It's yeah, really totally. Yeah. So you've obviously, you know, 
over the last couple of years, you've been through this cycle and oh, yeah. you know, and now you've like worked really hard at, at setting your boundaries and communicating them yeah. to your partner and all those things. What do you do to keep your own mindset on track? I do quite a few things. So I meditate pretty much every day. Um, I've been practicing gratitude pretty much every day for the last couple of years. I do reading time. So I have kind of time in the morning. What I tend to do, depending on what's happening with my child's sleep issues and and things like that. But what I tend to do is get up really early. So something around the five o'clock mark. And then that time in the morning is really great space for me just to breathe, to journal what's going on, to maybe listen to a 10 minute meditation or do, you know, read a chapter of a book or watch a little webinar or something like that. So actually for me, it's about including those daily success habits every single day. And they're not huge. There's not always loads of them. And I kind of mix in and out with what they are. But by creating that little bit of space for me and my mental health, that's what keeps me on track. So I'm every day doing something to do with personal development. Every day I'm doing something to, you know, um, kickstart my parasympathetic nervous system to help reduce any cortisol that's going on. Every single day I question, how am I feeling? Does this feel right? Is this okay? So I check in with myself. I do like a bit of an MOT. Um, I always have something that is being uh, instilled into my mind. So I get, you know, the personal development and the sort of learning and um, practicing some sort of level of mental wellness. And that honestly has been pretty much the key for me. That is brilliant. There's some great ideas in there for people as well. So, you know, for, for the people listening that would really like to get their work-life balance mm. on track, maybe they're in a situation where you were last year where mm. business or thinking about business, sometimes it's not even working on the business. It's all the stuff that is swimming around our heads is kind yeah. of negatively impacting the rest of our lives. What would be your, um, your uh, advice for them? really really it's okay to take some time out in fact the more space that you give yourself the bigger your business is going to grow and don't be afraid to ask you know don't be afraid to be vulnerable that's a huge thing so part of my growth um in myself and in my business financially and otherwise in this last nine months has been because of my uh, vulnerability and being really really honest with myself you know don't be worried about asking for help. Don't be worried about saying how you really feel. So for anyone who's in that real kind of sticky place, put things down. It's okay to put things down. It's okay just to do one or two things. And it's really, 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 really okay to take some time out. The less you do, I know people say this to me and I'll be like, you must be insane. How can I do less and be more? Like it just didn't, did not compute at all. I could not get my head around the fact that you take time out and you do less, which means you do more. I was like, that is not true. You have to work 24 seven. You have to work on absolutely everything. If you are not like on YouTube, on Pinterest, on Facebook, on Instagram, you are going to fail. And that's what I honestly thought. So I set up all these accounts. I did all this stuff, but really it's the inner work. So for anyone who's in that place of imbalance, take that step back, put down what you don't really need, prioritise and just do one thing at a time. Like I don't post on social reg- regularly at all. I don't ever go into my own personal group that much because I'm right now spending a lot of my time on building um, and, and running my own programmes, which have 
blown up. So that's been absolutely incredible. Um, and yeah, the success that I've had sort of in business terms has categorically 100 million percent come from the fact that number one, I've been really vulnerable. Number two, I've taken time out for myself. And number three, I've allowed myself to create those daily success habits that work for me and then taking time out to be with my family. Brilliant advice. And I I think, you know, touching back on what you talked about vulnerability, I, I totally agree. I think it's really important. And, and that's one thing that, you know, when we were talking about this whole how quickly you can grow your business, all these Mm. messages that come through. We need to be real here. And I think it's really Mm. important to have a place where you can be vulnerable. And that's why I created the cocoon as well, which obviously you're a part Mm. of. And, you know, I love the fact that in there, women can come on and they can be vulnerable. They can have tears. They can share with us the challenges and the support they get is just, you know, incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it's incredible. I, wouldn't be as healthy in the mind as I am had I not have that kind of support because that's the other thing is when you're online it can be a very very busy place I mean you can be overloaded in one instance you're overloaded with people and opinions and stuff in the very same breath you are feeling so alone and so completely isolated so having that support network especially with female support network because we respond different differently hormonally um we can kind of kick sight to the serotonin and things like that which is really an oxytocin sorry which is really pretty awesome is is invaluable you know it absolutely invaluable yeah yeah surround yourself with people who get it yeah, <laughs> yeah. um so what's next for you oh my gosh what's next for me i'm so excited i like literally got the biggest smile on my face right now um so through my many, many failings online and loads of inner deep work and lots and lots of healing and lots of being vulnerable and, you know, really going to town on my own uh, internal shit, to be honest, um, figuring all that out, I have stepped up massively and I have developed and created a uh, six-week well, actually, it's an eight module, but it's it's a training program for maternal wellness practitioners. So I'm an occupational therapist and a coach and NLP practitioner, uh, master practitioner. So what I've done, and I've got CBT within me as well. So what I've done through my extensive research online uh, over the last couple of years and my own personal experiences and, and my professional experience is that I've developed a training program that is Royal College of OT accredited that's it sorry (laughs) so it's been through like HCPC uh, and RCOT accreditation so what that means is that I basically now have a training pack that I then deliver to other OTs healthcare professionals coaches um, who want to work or already do work doulas people healthcare workers who do work within the maternal mental health space or just the motherhood space in general or who want to help more mums um and then i then train them to carry out this six-week program which they can use as one-to-one they can use on an online group or a or an offline uh, real life group as well and it basically everything in there has been scientifically proved everything in there has been researched everything in there has been accredited so it's this really incredible program which eventually I'll probably franchise I guess I'm still kind of looking into that at the moment but the fact that it's got that stamp the fact that it's been going through this really rigorous um, checking means that someone who comes to then train with me then walks away with this pack of um, a six-week program knowing that what they're delivering has been basically clinically assured 
which is just absolutely incredible. So I have a fairly decent sized wait list and I only did three posts about that. I've not even advertised that officially yet. Um, and I've already doubled my numbers. So I wanted a certain amount of people in and I've doubled that already with doing just three posts online because I've won Business Woman of the Year awards, because I've been on loads of podcasts, because I've been out there, because I've been setting up groups, because I've been literally absolutely everywhere. That's enabled me to now get to this place where I can kind of sit back and go, right, okay, I've, I've got this incredible formula. So that's a massive thing that's about to kick off later on this year. Um, other things are doing big co-researching projects with the University in Arizona, which is all about the efficacy of postnatal depression on my therapeutic coaching methods, which is super exciting. There's a think about a PhD going on in there. I want to write a couple of books. So I'm not sure how, <laughs> which one I'm going to do first. Um, and then aside from that, I now have opened up just this year a conscious connecting connection coaching side of my business, which is all about aligning to self for female entrepreneurs. So it's very it's more about kind of spiritual development. Um, it's de-shedding the, you know, all the old wounds, all the old stories that we've been telling ourselves for all these years. And it's really working through a much more kind of aligning clearing process so that we can step into that actual place of feeling inside abundant healthy happy inspired motivated joyful you know all these incredible things really shifting our mindset really shifting our energetic um systems to just kind of step into this phenomenal place and yeah that's going incredible so that's doing really really well so now i have these two beautiful sides of my business which can meet in the middle but they are relatively separate and it's just kind of moving forward and moving forward and moving forward so huge things are coming up this year yeah and I love I love the passion in your voice we can all feel it (laughs) where can people find out more about these two things um I think the best thing really at this stage of the game is to just come and befriend me on Facebook. Um, come and follow my page, Motherhood Transitions. I'm kind of going through a big rebranding at the moment. So I think the best thing to do is to come and befriend me because I will update everything in there. So as I kind of shift and change, I'll have a new page and my website's going to get redone, all the rest of it. So yeah, I think Facebook Awena is is fine. You can go Instagram Awena. You can go and check out my website too, which is naomiella.com, N-A-O-M-I-E-E-L-L-A.com. And that will be sort of relinked and everything anyway. Lovely. And so one last question before we finish. So if you could go back and speak to Awena when she was very much at the beginning of her business journey, mm. what would you tell her? Take your time. I'd say take your time, really focus on one thing, one thing at a time. Try not to get distracted by shiny objects and be really careful with who you work with. I think that's probably what I'd say. It's okay to take your time. Great advice. Great advice. It is a marathon, not a sprint. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) And I really believed it was a sprint at the beginning and it really was such a detriment. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for speaking so honestly today. Um, I know that people are going to resonate with you and I, I, there's loads of tips in there as well to help people. So thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful to speak to you. I've been so looking forward to this. It's been really great. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Honestly, it can feel like there is a lot you need to learn when building a thriving business. And it's easy to feel like you'll never know everything you need to be successful. 
but it is possible just so long as you stay focused on building the right knowledge and skills. When you join the Cocoon VIP membership, you'll have the opportunity to book a one-to-one orientation call with me and I'll help you to prioritise the activities that will have the biggest impact on your business and direct you to the materials in the library that you need. There's no need to learn it all. We'll just focus on the things that will make the biggest difference to you. We have everything you need to build a life-friendly business. So check out The Cocoon now at lifefriendlybusiness.com forward slash cocoon. Thank you.